But God did create us from a place of sort of overflow, out of enjoyment, out of delight. And that's why every day of creation, God's like, this is good. This is really good because he's, he's, he's just creating. He's having fun. He's creating cool stuff. He's like, this is cool. This is a giraffe. This is pretty cool. Here's an ocean. This is pretty cool. Here's a volcano. That's really cool. I mean, look, you, you go through and it's just, it's just creative. It's, it's beautiful. It's exciting. It's dangerous. And, you know, I think we're made in the image of God. And if God creates from a place of joy and it brings him joy and gives him joy, uh, and, and if his, he's really the source of joy, uh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And it makes sense that I too, when I create, stuff and I live out and, and the things that are on the inside of me and I, and I, and I express that, then um, I'm going to feel alive. I'm going to feel um, you know, empowered. I'm going to feel happy. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. My name is Sats, aka the Digital Rabbi. It's nice to be hanging out with you on this fine uh, day. Well, it's pretty cold, not going to lie, in London, in the UK. And uh, everything's just kind of, it's like the final flurry of activity before um, all the chill time comes. So I think we've got just under uh, two weeks, uh, maybe one and a half weeks left of sort of Christmas events, things at church, which is making me pretty busy um, in all of the lead up. And then uh, after that, uh, we're going to be off. We're going to be chilling. And uh, we actually, for the past few years in church life, we've just made the decision when it's holiday season, um, we just take time off and we don't even do church services. Um, that's due to the size of our church and also the geography. A lot of people were going away. So we're just like, hey, let's lean into this rather than creating an environment that is, um, you know, high pressured and there's not many people and it's the same few faithful who have to kind of uh, pull together. We just thought, you know what, let's just really make sure this is celebration time. And so I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to all of that family time coming up and uh, eating a load of mince pies <laughs> and then coming back in 2024 um, with uh, just the freshness. Like there's something about different seasons. Like, I mean, theoretically, they're just kind of made up. I know they're connected to the sun and things like that. But 2024 is just a number. It's just another day. It's just another month. But uh, psychologically, that can be quite helpful for us to um, kind of create a, a chapter, a marker and step into something um, new, which is um, really cool. Um, so I want to just um, take a few moments in this episode to share with you really um, a phrase that has um, really been something uh, that is uh, central to everything that I'm doing. Um, it's a phrase that I feel like most people want, they desire this, um, but a lot of people struggle to achieve this. And uh, for me personally, I've not always been able to attain this in my life. In fact, a lot of what I'm doing now feels like out of the overflow of feeling like I, I've kind of been able to find how to experience this. It's something that I set as a goal for myself and it's something that I want to help people do. Um, and, uh, and it's really these words. It's um, uh, I want to help people create cool stuff, make money, rest and repeat. And uh, I'd love to just break that down for us in this episode um, to just dive in a little bit. And, and what I found is a lot of people will have, will have some of these things, but not all of these things. So to create cool stuff, I mean, as a creative person, um, when I get to create something that is on the inside of me, in my imagination, and I actually make it in real life, whether that's a stage design, we just spent last week um, upgrading or installing really our lights in our new space in church, or whether that's a, a great piece of content or a video, a, 
a story or um, whatever is on the inside of you. It might be a book, it might be an article, it, it might be an aspect of your business, um, it might be a project for a client. You know, there's, there's something about when we tap into that creative zone and, you know, I think there is an argument that every human being is creative, um, but uh, that creative is expressed in, in different ways, uh, whether that's art or organization or, um, but, but whatever it is, is, for me, it's tapping into that sort of soul purpose um, of the things that you are supposed to do. And, um, you know, there's certain things that when I do them, I feel alive. Uh, I come alive and uh, it really adds a lot of joy to my life. Like it adds a lot of um, just fulfillment and a feeling of I'm in my purpose. I'm in my calling. And to be honest, like this pretty massive. A lot of people are living life without that. They might be making money, um, but they may not be enjoying themselves. And there's a great scripture in Psalm 16, I think it is, where it says, you know, in his, in his presence is fullness of joy. And uh, it's often a scripture that worship leaders love to, to use. <laughs> They're like, come on church. Um, but, but, you know, for me, it's actually much deeper than that. It's actually a scripture that describes who God is. Um, God is somebody who is full of joy. And joy, let's just be honest, I know we can stumble over definitions, but joy and happiness are really the same thing. <laughs> uh, if you can tell me what the difference is, uh, that's great. But really, happiness is just a sort of more worldly word for, for joy, or joy is more of a spiritual sounding word. And I'm, I'm putting those in sort of, you know, inverted commas, because, um, you know, of course, it's just linguistics. Um, but I love this idea that everything God creates is out of this overflow of joy. So you think about why did God create everything? Well, you know, he didn't create us because he needs help. <laughs> Let's be honest, like God doesn't need your help. You're seriously overstating your, uh, <laughs> you know, what you bring to the equation, what you bring to the table. Uh, God doesn't need help. Like he, he can do everything on his own. And, um, you know, he also doesn't need sort of praise um, or encouragement from us. That's not why we worship. Um, you know, God, God doesn't actually need us. And, um, but, but God did create us from a place of sort of overflow, out of enjoyment, out of delight. And that's why every day of creation, God's like, this is good. This is really good because he's, he's, he's just creating. He's having fun. He's creating cool stuff. He's like, this is cool. This is a giraffe. This is pretty cool. Here's an ocean. This is pretty cool. Here's a volcano. That's really cool. I mean, look, you, you go through and it's just, it's just creative. It's, it's beautiful. It's exciting. It's dangerous. And, you know, I think we're made in the image of God and if God creates from a place of joy and it brings him joy and gives him joy uh, and, and if his, he's really the source of joy, uh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And it makes sense that I too, when I create stuff and I live out and, and the things that are on the inside of me and I, and I, and I express that, then um, I'm going to feel alive. I'm going to feel, um, you know, empowered. I'm going to feel happy. I'm going to feel good. And that's not to say that life is just one happy breeze. You know, of course, we, we all know there's difficult things in life. And, but I, I want to say this, that your purpose is not one of the difficult things. You know, if you think about the things that are difficult for you or are tiresome or burdensome for you, it's not your purpose. Your purpose is when you come alive. And, and of course, every job has difficult things included in it, but, but it's not exhausting. And I think it's a lie that we've told ourselves that, you know, being a follower of Jesus actually means that uh, we're supposed to be having a tough time. And uh, it actually, it's, it's a little bit different than that. We know there are tough times, but the Bible says about Jesus that uh, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So 
actually the, the purpose was the thing that was giving him joy. The cross was the thing that he had to endure. That's the hard work that we've, the, the, and, the, and the pain and the suffering that we have to walk through to get there. But the actual purpose is full of joy. And so, um, you know, I found when I'm in that space where I'm creating, I, I feel alive. I feel good in myself. My mind feels good. My emotions are in a good place. And, um, you know, everything just kind of aligns. And so, you know, I've, I began to realize how important it is for us to create, um, not just things that are necessarily productive or part of a job description, but also things that are just for fun, you know, just to make things just because we want to make them. And, you know, like we don't need waterfalls, but God created waterfalls because he was just like, this is cool. Uh, the rainbow is one of the most functionally useless aspects of creation. Like it doesn't do anything, does it? It just looks cool. Like it just looks cool. And, and sometimes it's okay just to create cool stuff just because, just because it's cool, just because it's fun. And, um, but, but of course, you know, it is helpful if we can make money out of the things that we create. And that's where I come really to the second section, which is making money. Now, um, a lot of us have a funny relationship with money, uh, whether that's due to our cultural upbringing from our, our family uh, background or whether that's what we've been taught in church or just society has a strange relationship with money. I, I've noticed that most people both sort of demonize and idolize wealth, you know, in, in the sense that, you know, you think about all the lottery and who wants to be a millionaire and all these programs where people are desperately hoping to, you know, see their dreams come true through money. But at the same time, think about the way that we talk about billionaires today and think about, um, you know, sort of disparagingly be like, oh, well, it's all right for them because they're better off or they've got privilege or whatever we want to call it. So we have a weird sort of, um, you know, we, we, we seem to idolize and demonize uh, wealth and the wealthy. And I don't know if either of those is the best place or the best uh, viewpoint uh, on money. Um, you know, money for me is a, a fairly neutral thing. You know, I think when we put our hope in it and we trust in it entirely above God, that's not healthy. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. That's, that's not talking about the enjoyment of money. Um, it's talking about having an idol in your heart. So key distinction. Um, but I've come to realize this is, is, is that money is really just about value. And, um, when we assign value to something, like when you go to the supermarket and you buy bread, uh, you know, you're not quibbling over the price of, of bread. You might think, well, that should be cheaper. But at the till, you're not negotiating, saying, well, I'll, I'll take it for half. They'll just laugh at you. They're like, what? Just, just take it if you want it. It's about value. Does, does, is the bread worth whatever bread goes for nowadays? <laughs> My wife does a lot of shopping on Amazon. Um, <laughs> you know, is it one pound, one fifty? You know, like, like is, is it worth that to you? Yes or no? And and what I've realized is often when we are in our purpose, we actually do begin to create value to other people. Uh, and that can be tangible like bread or it can be service related like, um, you know, uh, cleaning or, or, or um, ideas or coaching or design work. And like sometimes these things are a little bit less tangible, but they actually definitely have a value and value is whatever value is to that person. So, um, you know, imagine if we could both live in our purpose but also that when we do the things that we're called to do that excite us and bring us joy, that they could actually bring value to this world and people would actually pay us to do those things. Well, friends, that that is exactly what you can do uh, because that's exactly how God designed life to be. And, uh, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time, you know, in my adult life um, being incredibly creative but not always getting paid. And uh, I've done posts on this on Instagram, you know, why so many of us, we work for free. And, and, and sometimes the reason is because we, we're having such a great time creating. Like we feel so, it's so fun. It doesn't feel like work. 
like right now I'm one of the aspects of my business is, is coaching. And, um, I sit down with people, um, once a month or a couple of times a month and, and, uh, I'm hearing about their dreams and their goals and I'm encouraging them and helping them uh, take their next steps. And, and you know what, this, this does not feel like work at all. Like I'm having such a great time. Like this is something I, I, I'm just, I feel so alive when I'm hearing other creative people talk. And yet, it's also something of value that is helping people grow their business. It's helping people increase their clients. It's, it's helping them open up that freedom in their life. And so I can charge for that service because um, not only is it something that I really enjoy, but it's something that is actually providing a value. And one of the mistakes we make is we think, well, work is supposed to be hard. Therefore, if I'm enjoying myself, I, I should be doing it for free. And that's just actually not true. Uh, that's just a complete lie. You you can be creative, you can run a business, you can do things that make you feel alive, and you can make money um, as well. And 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 ultimately, think of it like this: if you don't make money from doing your purpose, your purpose is eventually going to fail um, because you got to live, right? <laughs> uh, you got to you got to pay the bills and and so on. Um, but also, it's a reward for your contribution to this world. And uh, we can just enjoy having nice things as well. That's okay. Um, and so, um, you know, if we're always working for free and we're always slashing our prices and we're always doing discounts and we're, we're, we're not charging what we should be charging, then, then what happens is ultimately we begin to feel a bit resentful. And I've been there as well, where I've uh, given a lot, particularly in a church environment, uh, where I've uh, served a lot and I've given a lot, and and I did it, um, you know, for Jesus, right? Like, it wasn't always just because I felt like I had to. I, I did it because I believed in what I was doing. I believed in the vision. Um, but you know, looking back, I think actually, should I have been a little bit more courageous in in asking? You know, was there a willingness to uh, actually reciprocate that value, or were people looking to just get as much as possible from me? And uh, it would be a mix back, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, and a lot of people I talk to in the church, that is often their scenario, you know, where people are happy to take from them for free, but to actually reciprocate and say, hey, we will reward you and place value on you by paying you. Uh, sometimes they don't want to do that. So your creativity is valued to a point, but not as much to pay for it. <laughs> you know, it's like getting paid in exposure. Well, exposure doesn't pay the bills. And, uh, you know, if you can figure out a way to live in your purpose, and to make money um, at the same time, then you can really, um, really have a great time. And, and, and I love, for me, you know, this has really been the last couple of years of carving out um, a job, both in church, in growing the church so that I'm now supported by the church, but also in growing my business around all the coaching and other creative projects so that I can actually do the things that I love to do. And honestly, guys, I'm just telling you, this is amazing. To, to get to live in that space where you are creating cool stuff and actually supporting your family and able to be a blessing in your world is super cool. And the final kind of aspect is around rest. And uh, rest is is so important, right? Like, like there's a lot of people you know who are killing it. They're making, you know, 10K a month. They're making 100K, whatever. You know, they're smashing it but they're living a life that you do not want to emulate. It's late nights. They go to bed at 2 a.m. They have to get up first thing. They've got relentless deadlines. They've got relentless pressure and uh, it's soul-destroying work. And uh, lots of people are living that sort of life and they just sort of stumbled into it. And at first it was like, oh, the money's good and are we able to change? And then they realized they're kind of trapped because now they're used to a certain lifestyle, but they also don't have any time to go anywhere or spend anything. So they oscillate between extremes of holidays to get away and then come back and all of that pressure and deadlines is overdue and waiting for them when they come back 
And, um, you know, I, 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 I just think a life full of rest is what we're designed for. In other words, we're in control, that, that work is not uh, in control of us and money is not in control of us, but we can live life on our, t- our terms. And I've loved this year um, just getting to have some great family time and uh, really been able to practice the Sabbath and just go, hey, it's the seventh day. Nope, I'm not going to do that. Uh, maybe I'm tempted to. Maybe I think, well, I could make some more money or I could have more of a kingdom impact. But I'm like, nope. I'm not going to transgress the fourth commandment uh, to honor and practice the Sabbath. I'm going to live a life of rest. And so what that really leads to is this ability to keep going, longevity, sustainability, because I'm, I'm living in my purpose. I'm creating stuff that is uh, of value to other people. It also gives me tremendous energy and I'm having a great time. Like my soul is good. Often we're, we're, we're building something like a business, but, but our health is suffering. And you can kind of get away with this, right? In your, in your 20s, because your body's pretty invincible. Um, you know, and in your 30s, you're still pretty, I'm 35, so you're still pretty invincible. But, but you, you know what? You see it over the course of time eventually people's bodies, people's minds, the psychology cannot support all these repressed emotions, all the stuff that you've powered through. Eventually the body keeps the score, your mind keeps the score and it comes back. And, and so, you know, we've got to make sure, particularly as young creatives, if you're a young person in your twenties or teenager, make sure that you are prioritizing rest now because it's like a cumulative effect that if you keep um, ignoring it, um, it will come back to bite you in your future. And I wish I had prioritized this more in my twenties because I, I got to create a lot of stuff and I got to do a lot of things. Um, but I, you know, I think at, at what cost um, to my health, I'm, I'm grateful um, to God that nothing dramatic has happened to me in terms of burnout or physical, etc. But I just know, I just know the trajectory was not good. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to correct that now and create a healthy rhythm to model for my kids. You know, as they grow up, that they don't grow up thinking, oh, to be a Christian is I'm just going to be exhausted all the time. And they see what family can look like and they see what rest can look like. And also modeling to our church and to other people that we influence, whether that's online and even for you guys in the podcast, I want to make sure that people understand that it is possible to do all of these things. And if, if you can do that, you can just repeat. And this is now uh, what I'm so excited about in 2024 because uh, I, f- I feel like I've, t- I've struck gold. I feel like I've tapped into something that is working and uh, I'm feeling great about it. And, and you know, um, I still have days where I'm discouraged and stuff days where, you know, I'm frustrated. I'm not where I want to be and there's more things. But, but this is, isn't this just life? This is the process of life, right? Like we're growing, we're learning. And, and that's part of the fun as well. Look at the grind and, and uh, you know, uh, personal uh, growth and transformation in me. I'm still renewing my mind. I'm changing uh, mindsets, I'm, you know, growing in my knowledge and my skill in what I do and so on. So, so that's all good. I, I, I don't want to promise you like a perfect life. I just want to promise you that, 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 that God's purpose is actually good. And, it, and if, we're, if we're experiencing, um, you know, a, a mismatch between what God promises and what, what's happening in our life, then we should ask why. And we should really question people who are selling us a different version of these things. They're selling us a life full of money, but has zero rest. And the problem with Instagram, of course, is we can't see behind the scenes. But I just know just from talking to people and the people I've met in my life, who some of them are very successful, um, some of them are also really having a difficult time internally 
in their world and you won't see it but that's the reality of what's happening and uh, I want to encourage you just be a bit more careful about where you take your inspiration from right like I've got a little bit more careful uh, looking around and realizing you know what I used to really rate that speaker and some nice Christians Christian influencer types or pastors and then actually I'm thinking you know what some of this stuff you're saying is not actually that healthy it's coming at a cost either to yourself or to your family or to people in your church who are having to support um, your vision and, and so um, you know to get the all in balance together um, is is pretty cool. So um, I hope you help that. Uh, I hope you found that helpful. Um, create cool stuff, make money, rest, and repeat. And uh, I would love that to be your story in twenty twenty four. And so maybe just some things to think about um, for you as your next steps. Um, if there's something out of balance right now. Maybe you just want to try and figure out what that is. You know, sit down and wrestle with that. Do you feel fulfilled in your purpose? Are you making enough money to support yourself? But not just the bare minimum. Like, just enjoy yourself as well. Can you go on holiday where you want to go? Are you experiencing rest in your soul? And do you feel like you could do this forever? Uh, because I've got a feeling this is what heaven's going to be like. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how it's going to work with money. I don't know if there'll be money, but there will definitely be value. And there'll probably be value exchange. Uh, there's definitely going to be creativity in heaven and there's definitely going to be rest in heaven so you know for me this is we're just practicing we're just getting ready for for eternity and so um i'll just encourage you uh, with that uh in 2024 it was really cool actually yesterday i had a great conversation with someone um who's just jumped on board um to uh be a client in my coaching program for 2024 and really that's what this whole thing is built around looking at your dreams, looking at your goals, and uh, in particular for creatives or visionary creatives. So if you're the sort of person who can easily imagine the future and you get excited about new things and you're excited about 2024, but you maybe in the past you've not always been able to follow through and maybe you've not succeeded in the way you wanted to succeed and maybe you've not been held accountable. Something that could really be helpful um, for you. I am taking on some new spots and uh, it's been really cool actually just sharing more of the journey um, pretty early on in building this side of my business and uh, there's a couple of spaces in the new year uh, for sure uh, for some people to jump on board. So uh, drop me a message on Instagram at satsalanki and uh, you can find out um, more. Um, there. Um, let me just say uh, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. And I really want to help get this podcast to as many people as possible. I feel like it's kind of, uh, it's something I enjoy <laughs> for starters. And so it feels like it is a part of my purpose to help this reach more people. And uh, so if there's a friend or a creative person in your world, who you think, hey, they could kind of find this helpful and uh, some insights uh, from from my perspective, then please do hit share and uh, get the word out. And don't forget to uh, rate and review um, as well. I'd love to just share just a couple of things that uh, I think could be really helpful uh, for you. Uh, one, first of all, for churches, if you have a website that is from the 90s and uh, or just a website that has not been well designed, you know, uh, I did a post on Instagram recently just, just about how important it is to have the right design your website. There's a lot of things we don't think about. We don't think about optimization in terms of loading time. Um, you know, we don't think about SEO. And, and there's so many aspects to a website that, you know, you can get any old Joe to create a website for you or maybe someone in your church to do it, you know, DIY it. But it won't necessarily actually get you the results that you hope for. So I'd love to encourage you to check out the churchco.com. It's a complete digital platform for your church, your website, an app, and a team to manage everything. And the pricing is really affordable. And these guys have just created a great model um, for serving as many churches as possible. I think 
it's it's the names everywhere. Uh, if you're on any of the Facebook groups, you, you'll have seen the church go uh, pop up. And I uh, just want to encourage you to consider that. And uh, maybe in 2024, it is important to have good digital presence and, and for people to be able to find you easily online. And it's kind of just one of those things you just want to just do it, you know, <laughs> and, and stop faffing around, stop overthinking, just get your church website done. And then you don't have to think about it anymore. And you can really rest in the results of that. So you can go to the churchcode.com. You can also get a 10% discount by using using my name, Sats, S-A-T-S, and that'll really uh, help you. Uh, the other thing that could be really helpful for you if you're a photographer or you work with uh, photographers or creative teams is something called CaptureCollab.com. So CaptureCollab is um, an awesome piece of uh, tech. It's a website where you can upload photos, but it's slight, it's different. So um, Dropbox and Drive, uh, you know, Google Drive, they're great, and I, I've used them. Um, but what you find is that when you come come to actually need to find an image you know like you want to search for i was literally making a flyer like the other day and you know i needed to find um a a christmas image and uh, there was a particular image that i remember seeing and i was like oh this person would be great as the front of the flyer for this family event that we're doing And, and i couldn't I couldn't find it and uh, it took me ages and eventually I found it, I trawled through all the folders and that's exactly the scenario that Catcher Collab uh, wants to solve and you can do that by uh, signing up and uh, basically you can upload all of your, your photos and then you tag them and it just means basically there's a really, it's just a really simple idea but really well designed to, to make sure that you can find your photos um, easily in the future because otherwise why are you taking them, <laughs> right? We're taking all these photos and there's a whole pool of resource there but we want to be able to tap into easily um, again. So again, CaptureCollab.com. Uh, you can get a 10% discount. Use my name, Sats. Uh, bless you guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review, share with a friend. We'll see you guys soon.